0: Alright, what up everybody? We're back, we're here to talk about Secret Invasion Episode 3. But before we get to it, we got some news, we got some DC news, we got some Stanley news, we got some Scarlet Witch news, and we're excited to get into it. So let's not delay, buckle up, it's the Infinity Watch Podcast!
1: holy shit welcome to the infinity watch podcast my name is tommy and my hyped up full of energy co-host his name is eric what up i don't know what you're doing but it's
0: working (laughs) before we started recording we just got started on a on a weird vibe and i just kind of wanted it to continue
1: just ride on that shit all day baby absolutely all right as Eric said, we're here to talk about the most exhilarating <laughs> twists left and right, cliffhangers all over the place, secret invasion. This
0: so one thrilling. wasn't bad. Spoiler alert: This one wasn't bad. Uh, spoiler it was better alert: than last It also
1: week. wasn't good.
0: I think it was good. I don't. I don't think it was great. But we'll get into it.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. It's, it rides that <laughs> that mid-road. Yes.
0: yeah, it's very mid. Very straight mid. down
1: the yeah. middle. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But before we get into that, we're going to go through some hyper news, as I've been calling it, because why do we need to linger on it? Let's just go through that shit real fast. Um, Elizabeth Olsen, I don't know, has kind of become a staple in the MCU, I'd say, over the last several yeah. years. Yeah. Scarlet Witch all over the place, um, which I love, by the way. Yeah. Um Yeah. Though man, it always drives me crazy thinking about, in a good way, how we're like, do you think we'll ever see her have the crazy little headdress thing? And we're like, nah, this is too wild. (laughs) And then just the end of WandaVision where they call her Scarlet Witch for the first time and we see that. Oh my gosh. The best. I relive that moment in my head quite a bit. Super hype. Uh, But she was asked recently in an interview what she would want to change with her character in the MCU. And she said something I think that you would like, Eric. She said, quote, I just really want to figure out the whole mutant thing. I would love to explore yeah. X-Men so much.
0: Oh, man. I ooh, I hope they let her continue to be Scarlet Witch, but I don't know how they could.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Being uh,
0: Magneto's daughter... Yeah. Well, we'll see. Oh, so we talked about some of the news coming up. Here's a little here's some stealth news I'm going to throw in there, very Ooh. related. Uh, very related. I, I don't know how they're going to do the the X-Men thing, but we're going to figure it out in uh Deadpool 3. <laughs> no question. Yes. It was announced this is not an an X-Man, an X-Lady, X-Woman. Uh, but Jennifer Garner is officially back reprising her role as Elektra
1: from the OG Daredevil movie. And I, for one, could not be more excited. Did you uh, start listening to some Evanescence over the weekend? Wake me up! Wake me up inside! (laughs) Classic. Well, there were already rumors that uh, Ben Affleck as Daredevil would show up. So I would assume that if... Jennifer Garner, which how much money did they have to give her? Or do you think this is yeah. just a fun thing for her?
0: Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I know Jennifer Garner is huge, but I don't know if she's been huge like recently at all. So they probably they probably she probably took a bit of a discount just to have some
1: fun. It's a wild outfit that she wore in that movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You know, and, and,
0: so, so, and so was the Daredevil outfits. That's true. <laughs> I love
1: that Daredevil outfit, though, secretly. I don't know. It just it it's worked better than any other live action Daredevil outfit we've seen so far, with the exception of the uh, She-Hulk one. I love that one.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I think they're all decent. I don't know if we've seen like the cream of the crop
1: Daredevil suit for me yet. Yeah, but. I just think the cowl on the Ben Affleck one worked really well.
0: So that's where I've
1: struggled with it.
0: I used. To, you think it it did work for Ben Affleck, or you? you yeah, did, I think it did, did work. Think? Yeah. So the thing, and I hope I don't ruin it for you. Oh boy, here we go. The nose. There was a there was a meme, not the nose. There was a meme like many years ago that the eyes look like that photo. And this is fucked. This fast forward if you if you don't want to have bad vibes. Um, It's it looks like a photo of like that like some baby that came out with like a horrible birth oh, defect with like no. the eyes, like the, just the red bulbous eyes. I know
1: what you're talking about. Oh no.
0: And it looks just like that. And I was like, wow, well, I, I don't know if I like this cowl anymore.
1: Yeah. You, you didn't really see it too much in the movie. Cause the movie is yeah. really dark.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I could see what you mean with that. Yeah. But in, in, uh, going back to Jennifer Gardner showing up, there's rumors that Owen Wilson as the Mobius and Mobius is going to be there. Yep. Paris Strong, who played Miss Minutes, are expected to uh, come back. But there's also been rumors that James Marsden Cyclops is going to come back, Famca Janssen's Gene Gray, Halle Berry as Storm, and Channing Tatum as a variant of Gambit.
0: <laughs> Finally, after so all, all these years.
1: Yeah, we've been trying to get that for how long? I mean, I never really cared, but yeah. Um, Rumors galore when it comes to all these characters. So I think uh, we're we're finally going to get that Deadpool kills the Fox X-Men universe. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how they handle it. Do you think, like, I know everyone wants to see this, but do you think Hugh Jackman will look cool in the actual suit?
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah,
1: I don't think they would, like, allow it otherwise. Yeah. (laughs) I just think that's one of the hardest costumes to pull off.
0: I think I see what you're saying, but I think you could say that with literally any superhero costume. They're all goofy and stupid, at, at like just at a base level. And, yeah. and And they've been able to pull off. Like I guess if the you could pull off Batman, of them, we're just yeah. used to
1: seeing Batman as the thing. We've never right. seen this. Right, right, We've right. Never seen it, so should be yeah, interesting. I, I think they'll, I think they'll nail it. Speaking of Batman. Ah oh, man, you can tell when there's like a low news cycle because the title of this article is "The Batman Director Matt Reeves Has a Simple Goal for the Highly Anticipated Sequel," <laughs> and so uh, he was talking in an interview on the Team Deacons podcast, wherever that is, and he was t- he was talking about speaking with uh, the cinematographer of the first movie. And he says, "I've been talking to Greg Fraser about how I'm trying to write the next movie with my partner, and we're doing this thing." And he's like, let's just push it farther. And I was like, yeah, that would be really exciting to do.
0: (laughs) Dude, I'm fucking fucking kidding me.
1: I hate Hollywood people so much. What if this movie, we just pushed it farther?
0: Oh my God. Hey, 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 hey. Let's do what we did in the last movie, but bigger and
1: better. This just in. (laughs) The Batman Part 2 is 5 hours and 47 minutes long. Oh, my God. I, You know, in uh, looking back at that movie, I have absolutely no problems with uh, Robert Pattinson. But I don't like that movie. I've decided. I just didn't like it.
0: I like that movie. I don't think it has... I think... It doesn't have like any quotable moments though. Like that's where that's where it loses to the Nolan trilogy. Of like, there are like scenes that stand out in the Nolan trilogy. Yes. In clear like classic scenes. And it's like this movie is, like it's fine. It's good. It's better. It's better than fine. Fine's it's it's good. It's really
1: good. I would say
0: it's fine. But but it's not it's yeah, it's just missing that, like, special, special It didn't something.
1: earn its runtime for me. Like, I love yes, a long movie, long. but way yeah, it was long. way too long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Though, apparently, the sequel is supposed to focus on The Court of Owls. So. We'll so, see. We'll see if they can pull that off. But. Yeah. All right, I'm slowing down this hyper news. Um, <laughs> so, apparently, uh, there was an interview with Patrick Wilson, who plays... The Ocean Master in Aquaman. Oh. And he revealed that Aquaman 2 reshoots recently took place. And uh, the only reason I'm bringing this up is uh, because I was surprised this movie still happening.
0: Yeah, seems insane. Especially since. Maybe I'm wrong here, but I thought, isn't uh, Blue Beetle coming out before Aquaman 2? And Blue Beetle is technically the start of the James Gunn DCU,
1: and, and Aquaman Two
0: is not involved with it at all. I don't know
1: if Blue Beetle is part of James Gunn's stuff.
0: That's the no. That's the part I'm confident about. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent sure it is. Yeah, yeah. But I just uh, but I'm not sure if I'm if that order is correct.
1: Uh, yeah, no. I think Blue Beetle does come up first.
0: I'm not gonna lie. That trailer's really good, and I'm pretty excited. I think that movie might be good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how that does and what it's
1: all about. Hope so. Yeah. Because, man, there's been a bunch of shit out there. So. Yeah, it hasn't been great. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is all we got. Yep. There has been some concept art for that movie that suggests that Miguel O'Hara will have a possible suit upgrade. So... Oh, to the to the white one, the white and black yeah. one. Yeah,
0: that'll that'll be cool. I like that suit. I don't like it as much as the blue and red suit, but I
1: but it's it's a decent uh, modernization. I can't wait till that movie comes out in like high quality, so I can watch it about four times. Yeah, agreed. Gonna be great. Um, yep. Last up for me, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yep, that movie is out on digital now. Still don't like it, but. Uh, I guess the character of Lamshank, which was voiced by <laughs> James Gunn, he's, like, that really weird-looking, like, potato of a character, like, this fucked-up-looking character that was a, uh... He was, like, a prisoner of the high evolutionary. He kind of just looks like a potato with, like, spikes in his head. Really disgusting-looking character. Apparently, he was originally written for Stan Lee before he passed away. Um in the thought that he was getting older and might only be able to voice a character so uh, originally that was Stan Lee that was supposed to be that little guy but obviously he passed away interesting so would have been a weird cameo in terms of Stan Lee you see like this little yeah. gross guy and he's like hey true believers and you're like oh <laughs> uh says mm, an ugly looking guy yeah
0: but, well uh, i'm off to get tortured yeah xelscior <laughs> <laughs>
1: Could you imagine? Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Actually, that would have been the one part of that movie I liked.
0: <laughs> you're you're too harsh on that. one. I am, it's but
1: fine. uh you know, it's a solid two for me.
0: That's i Yeah, that's fair. There was
1: a few moments where I thought it was funny, but uh, yeah, I would have loved a, a lamb shank Stanley telling someone to shut the fucking door. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Oh my gosh. All right, but let's jump into it. All right. I've been a Debbie Downer train on the podcast lately, and uh, yeah, well, nothing I can change about that, I suppose. Episode three, <laughs> Secret Invasion. It's called Betrayed. I don't know. All these episodes have one-word titles, I'm just realizing. The first one was Resurrection. And the okay. next one was Promises, and this one is called Betrayed. Um full spoilers So buckle in. Mhm. I did not see them dropping the word super scrolls coming, I guess. I don't know, they just jumped right into the deep end and I kind of appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought that was cool. I mean, everybody who has even a little bit of Marvel knowledge saw that coming a mile away. Um I feel like that's kind of a deep cut. Super you think? scroll. Yeah. Maybe
1: maybe maybe we're, maybe we're just too deep into it. That feels that feels very uh I feel like a lot of people like no superheroes but they're like scrolls. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Probably just too close to it. But yeah.
0: but no cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what we all...
1: basically tells the Scroll Council that he intends to create super scrolls with all the special abilities using power DNA that he's gathered across the world and so they they very quickly showed us that in the last episode Uh, so I guess I wasn't expecting them to jump right into it but we saw our first glimpse of what that kind of looks like in this episode which we we will get to in a minute
0: yeah very very interesting I want to
1: know well we'll we'll wait we'll save that for the end okay yeah, I have some thoughts, too, that I think is probably what you're getting at based off yeah. of just assumption. But, um, So, in this episode, Gravik has sent some Skrull rebels to infiltrate the Royal Navy. And he's doing this in order to launch missiles. I'm not sure, I don't know if this is like nuclear missiles or just a regular missile, but... Regardless, they're shooting at a United Nations aircraft. I'm not sure if they ever say who's on it, but Yeah, I don't I don't remember. It's just a UN plane.
0: Yeah, I mean either way, it doesn't matter who's on it. That's a uh, you can't do that. Yeah, not not good.
1: <laughs> not good. Um and so that's kind of the storyline that's going on underneath everything. But we see the thread picked up from last episode where Gravik and Talos meet in, like, a museum to negotiate a parlay, um, which this was interesting. I don't know. They start talking at a painting, and I don't know. Gravik is just very, hes he's the type of person that doesn't give a shit what, like, if he's, like, being crazy around other people. I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. Either. Yeah.
0: I really, I like am really liking him. <laughs> I'm like really liking him as a villain and a character. He seems, he's, he he seems like he's kind of embodied just like the freedom. Like he knows he's the shit. Yeah. He knows he's like the, the leader like the indisputed leader of his people, and we see later in the episode why and um and yeah, I think it's it's just that he clearly has such an insane amount of confidence, but it does feel earned uh and that and the actor portrays it like really well. I don't know I, I just I'm really liking Gravick, and I because it's marvel i know he's gonna die which sucks uh i hope he doesn't but he's real good i'm I'm liking graphic a lot
1: dude has no short of confidence you know yes he's got it all and it'll probably end up being his downfall a little bit yes i think my favorite part which unfortunately this was ruined in a million trailers is during the talk with talos when Talos threatens him first, uh, we find out that every single person in the cafeteria was a Skrull, and they all turn into Gravik the moment that Gravik is threatened by Talos. Yeah. And until then, I'm like, man, why is this guy so fucking confident? He's being like so loud, talking about all this Skrull stuff in front of all (laughs) these people. But then you find out that all the people are actually his soldiers. And it was the first time for me And I was like, okay, at least he has he has the backup so that he can walk the walk, talk the talk and, you know, not just get killed by someone.
0: Well, and not only that, um, during this scene, old Ben Mendo uh, stabs Gravik in the hand with a knife. And after all this kerfuffle dies down. Gravic just simply pulls his oh, hand away. So gross. And you discover that he has ex- extremis or extremis. I forget what it is in, in the MCU, but he has uh extremist DNA or extremist DNA, yep. DNA. So yeah. he is he is either a part Super Scroll or full super scroll. We're not sure yet.
1: I was like, oh man, I, like what is he doing? It was so gross watching him pull like pull his hand out of the knife. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I didn't know that the Skrulls could heal. And I was like, oh, wait, he has Extremis. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, that's crazy. And what triggers, this is the trigger for Talos throughout this entire episode, is he mentions Gaia. Yes. And Gaia is doing the classic double agent stuff again. And it's just wild across the board. I just, yeah, I, can't I was keep wrong again
0: last week. <laughs> so she is a good guy, I guess. I don't I don't really know. Let she's, me just I think say she's like bad at
1: both jobs. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> she's pretty bad at both jobs. And if you're going to be a double agent, you can't really be the one person that they suspect to be a double agent all along. Yeah. 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 It's it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. But at the same, same time, <laughs> like she's like, I'm a double agent, I'm a good guy, but I also let two thousand people die. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just confused by it a little bit. But whatever. Um, I'm Trying to think of where we went next. So Gaia in that, while they're having that conversation, secretly sends Talos. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> oh, God. Came out. <laughs> on the ride over, uh, Gravik is on the phone. And he's talking about this whole UN ship thing. And so Gaia uses a burner phone to send Talos the information about what's going to happen. And so that's... Did
0: she... So this was confusing to me because... she- yeah, I still she don't know what happened. I think... She typed she basically typed that message into the notes app of an old Nokia phone and then physically handed that phone. She changed her appearance, physically handed that phone to her dad, which is so ballsy yep. and then barely makes it back to the car as Gravix coming back. And she's clearly up to something like leaning on the car outside. Why would you just step outside to lean on the car?
1: He already suspects you.
0: Yeah. Just insane. Just yeah. insane. But she know. got she got the message.
1: Yeah. To to her The father. way they showed it like I can now like think of it in my head and be like, "Okay, I get it now." But I didn't quite get it until you just said it that way. Ah, okay. It was just confusing. Well, it's just like hard when like you don't see them transform and you're like, I'm like, yeah, who is that yeah. guy that just gave him that phone?
0: Yeah. And I, I literally
1: I, just realized it was her.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was, I'm 99%
1: sure that's No, it's I, I think that's a hot, yeah, I would say that's 100% what they're trying to do. I just didn't quite get it. <laughs> um, So Fury is upset with Talos because he allowed all, all these Skrulls to infiltrate Earth. I'm still kind of confused why he's surprised and um i'm trying to think is this before did he go see talos after he had that conversation with his wife because that was weird too like he is talking to his wife and she was like he's like i gotta make sure you're still the same person i was before and then she kind of is like i grieved for you when the blip happened and then you came back but then she was like super pissed because then after he came back he just like went <laughs> yeah, up into he space left again <laughs> and like voluntarily left <laughs> and it's just like weird and so it seems like she's a bad guy now
0: um yeah maybe i yeah i think it's it's it seems like it's just it's more just gravix influence on people is so strong and it's like his ideals are so strong like naturally even if you were on fury's side 10 years ago then yeah like he bailed for 10 years you start hearing gravic like hey this guy who's gonna help us fucked off he's clearly not coming back there is one way to fix this and it's through violence wasn't like, he
1: on a scroll space station
0: uh, well, it's the, I think it's the sword space station, which has scrolls on it, but I don't oh, okay. know if it's a, scr- I mean, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent there. It's like all this I, has been
1: unclear, which makes it more y- confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, but I, I don't But know. I don't want to skip around because I don't remember when this part happened, but at one point his wife is on the phone and she says, I want to talk to Gravik. And the voice says, well, you got me and i'm ninety nine percent sure yeah, that was Rody
0: that's rody that's rody that that's how the episode ended that's yeah. the very end she went to she went to uh like a bank vault and oh yeah did, the the, <laughs> the safety deposit box and there's a gun in yeah just did the classic envelope with a gun and the deposit
1: boxes are weird man
0: yeah they yeah
1: they are I feel Agreed. like almost all safety deposit box usage is just in movies and TV shows yeah, I'd be interested to
0: see uh, or, or to know, like, is it just all diamonds and illegal shit in safety deposit boxes? Like grandma's pearls. Yeah. I don't,
1: weird I don't know. Weird stuff. But, okay, but so... But wait,
0: since, since we referenced it, yeah, so Rhodey is, is absolutely one billion percent of scroll. When do you think Rhodey... Became a scroll. Do you think the roadie we've seen has always been a scroll? Because I no,
1: don't. No, no. I think it's just for the sake of this show. He's like a high level person now. And so, yep. when was the last time we saw him? I don't even and know. And, well, uh,
0: no, Captain America or Falcon and Winter Soldier.
1: Yeah, I would assume that he was fine then. You know, I think it's all just for the sake of this show at this point. Yeah. Which is like a little bit. I don't know. I guess I always struggle just when I think about like the actual Secret Invasion comic. It just like it created this paranoia that was like really high tension, where it's like who is a scrawl and who's not, and so it's like I guess the other thing to think about with Rhodey is that means they probably have his body somewhere then. Yeah, yeah, and so probably in that Russian base with everyone else. I don't know how. I don't know how they got all these people's bodies there and were able to swap them out so easily, but especially Rhodey. I mean, he's a fucking Avenger, Um, but I guess it just takes the right place the right time. And if you're a Skrull, you can probably sneak up to someone pretty easily.
0: Yeah, that is that is true. I mean, uh, what's to stop a Skrull from like turning into Tony Stark? And, sho- and shocking him into being like, what the fuck's happening? And then just, like, knocking him out, stealing his body. It's like, they so can do any if, kind of crazy shit.
1: If super-powered scrolls are in the end of this, are we going to see a war machine scene where he helps them fight back, or no?
0: Mm. No, I No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I would have liked that. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I would too. Well, maybe, you know, maybe to like get people hyped for Armor Wars, but I
1: wonder if they just save it all for Armor Wars. Yeah. Also, I mean, just like the, the CGI of it all. Yeah, that, yeah. Um. So, yeah, super interesting reveal there, though. I guess we kind of all saw that coming after that weird scene. Um, Fury meets up with Talos again. And basically, reluctantly asks him for help to stop Gravik. And Gravik basically, or uh, Talos basically makes him ask and kind of apologize almost for being an asshole. Um, I do find it interesting that, like, I don't know, Nick Fury just always trusts Talos implicitly. And I guess we're just always supposed to trust him as a good guy. But um, I don't know. yeah it's always a little weird to me
0: yeah like i wonder why i wish they would explain more what talos has done to like deserve this
1: unwavering trust Um, like he let a bunch of scrolls in behind your back right i mean
0: yeah yeah and they seem to have such like like their banter in the car Where it's like, and even in the train car, where it's like, it's always kind of contentious, but also kind of, like,
1: funny bantery. Like, it's
0: such a weird vibe. It's such a weird vibe. It
1: bounces back a little bit. It was giving me a tiny bit of whiplash where I'm just like, I don't understand what's fun fun and what's, I'm upset. Yeah, like, are
0: they they pissed at each other or are they? It feels (laughs) like it at
1: times, but then, like, then they kind of tie it up in a knot. And I'm like, I don't know if. I don't know if like human relationships really work like that. And I know he's not a human, but I don't know. It, it started hitting that. Like, I don't think this is how this conversation would really go in real life. vibe for me. Agreed. Agreed. Because somebody would be like, what's your fucking problem? Yeah. Like, why, why are you
0: being such a dick?
1: Yeah. As someone who's (laughs) dealt with plenty of drama in their life, I was like, this would not resolve so nicely. no, no, it just wouldn't. Um, But basically, they're back together after Nick kicked him off his little train. Um, And they contact uh, Olivia Coleman, uh, you know, who's part of the British intelligence. And she has found the bug. So I'm very happy about that. And she now (laughs) has put a little eye patch on that owl statue, which I loved. Um. Yeah, that was really good. So silly. It was the silliest little joke, but I like it. <laughs> and they basically use her to get the, and she she cooperates with them to get the name of the naval command headquarters officer that's in charge of the ship slash submarine that is going to shoot on the UN plane. Yeah, A Commodore Robert Fairbanks. Very British. Very British indeed. Indeed. So. Fury and Talos break into his home, and they try to do, like, a little scroll. You know, he turns into Fairbanks, but then, like, the first guard he he uh, he walks up to is like, I just left you, and then basically his cover's <laughs> blown immediately. Um, But, yeah, they find out that, obviously, the Commodore is a scroll, and... With, like, very little interrogation, Talos just ends up killing him. And he's just dead on the ground, kind of.
0: Yeah, do you remember what the... Was it another Gaia thing?
1: Yeah, he says something about Gaia. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's all it takes. He's a little touchy about it. Yes. Um, And so Talos kind of breaks protocol. He calls Gaia and is like, you need to go down to your little machine that has the actual... Commodore Fairbanks in it and get his authorization code so that he can abort the the missile launch from this ship. Because there's three Royal Navy scrolls on that ship right now that are basically going to try to make this happen. And so she does that. The code ends up being really obvious, which I can't tell if that's smart because no one would guess it would be obvious or if it's stupid because it's just his son's name.
0: Yeah, now which that kid
1: would have had to be another scroll, right? No, I don't think so. I don't think he knows that his his dad was being, you know. But but if so, then why would they try to use that kid
0: as a hostage as leverage? Cuz what would that scroll care? It's not his kid.
1: That's a good point. I mean, did they really use him as leverage? They just kind of like tied him up. They were like trying to give him water. No, (laughs) that Fury came in with a gun to his throat. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. They did because that 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 confused
0: me. I was like, so is this kid? Do they just like assimilate this whole family? They, they, I guess maybe they have to.
1: Yeah. But like, then why would they leave him alive?
0: I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, a bit of a plot hole.
1: That's, yeah, like, because he wouldn't put his gun down. That's yeah. so weird. I don't even know anymore, dude. That doesn't yeah, I really think make sense. It's a little bit of a plot hole there. So the moment that Gaia answers the phone, the scrolls have some type of technology that shows that there's been a communication breach with the outside. And so they already start looking for her. And so she figures out the code by going through the machine where the, where the guy's body's at. Gets the code, gives it to him. They're able to abort the launch. Very, you know, I don't know. Like, the suspense wasn't really building up for me as much as I thought it should have. Just because I'm like, what is this UN plane? What does this mean? I don't, the stakes weren't quite there for me, but it was fine. Um, but then she is like, he's like, get the code and run. And so she's like on her motorcycle. She gets out of there, sneaks out of the base, and starts, you know, riding away as quickly as possible. Um, and... Gravic is just waiting in like a uh, a really old sedan. I always just find it funny when the bad guys in kind of like a shitty car, and he's <laughs> in like this shitty little car, and he turns the lights on, and she kind of like wipes out in the motorcycle, um, and he just shoots her. Boom.
0: Cold yeah, blood. again with like the very little hesitation. I mean, I appreciate that because that's what that's you insane. would do. Yes, that yeah. I really, I really. He's just a great villain. I think this show is very mediocre, but Gravic is a great villain so far. I think.
1: Yeah, he's like he does every.
0: He's doing everything you want.
1: I would say for me, he's feeling pretty good right now. I'm waiting to see like how the rest of this plays out. Yeah, but because a lot of it just has felt like what has been good about him has been just like the story pushing forward, and he's just kind of following it. But I liked the scene in the museum a lot today yes yes um K- that K- being, K- go for it sorry go go ahead so go ahead go, ahead, go ahead. i was gonna say i'm just calling it now gaia has the super scroll stuff and she is not dead
0: oh yeah i hope so it'd be pretty dumb to use amelia clark for three episodes there's and then no kill way her off. there's, there's yeah. no way she's just dead
1: halfway through
0: yeah yeah, I think she's coming back, and I still think Maria Hill's coming back. Um, but maybe that's just uh, me smoking the copium. Well, it but. could
1: just be. I mean, think about Winter Soldier and what Nick Fury did, where everyone thought he was dead, yeah, and then he yep, comes yep. back at the end. I mean, it would Absolutely. make it would make a lot of sense to me too. Yeah, because they're trying to play that as well. Nope, she's dead. She's dead, and her mom's all pissed. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I would say uh two for two on those. Yeah.
0: Um before we move on, I wanted to say so the reason I, I actually really liked the uh the nuke scene because I liked the dynamic of in the sub there was someone who there were two main guys in the sub and one of them was very gung-ho like these are our orders like just shut the fuck up and follow orders but then there was another guy who's like i don't know about this like these orders i want to talk to you know yeah um and i like that because uh, it's kind of a stealth recommendation, early recommendation. There is this podcast called The Hardcore History Podcast by Dan Carlin, and it's uh, it's amazing. He has like a six or seven hour long episode on nukes, basically, like new nu- um, and and specifically the Cold War. And I learned that multiple times in history, like the only reason why there hasn't been a a nuke shot in, like, a very serious way is because someone basically either disobeyed direct orders or disobeyed a, like, heavy um, encouragement. For instance, everybody in, I think... It was JFK was president during the Cuban Missile Crisis, right? Yep. Yeah, it was JFK. So, like, everybody in JFK's orbit, including the military advisors, were like, you need to preemptively nuke uh, either Russia or Cuba. I don't remember which one. Probably not Cuba. Um, But they're like, you need to do this now. And everybody's, like, trying to convince him and basically against all of the recommendations because he's looking at it. This is like the point of like the president being a civilian. Yeah. And he's like, no, like I'm not, this would be the end of everyone and everything. Like I'm not going to do this. And and it would have been. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I I get, you know, people love to jerk off the ghost of JFK, but like he deserves some huge fucking props for that one. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's uh so anyways, I I was just thinking about that podcast. And by the way, any big history buffs, I'm a thousand percent sure I just got some details wrong. But it's that's the gist. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but it, it just it just got me thinking of that, and thinking of like, damn, like I would bet almost anything that a scenario just like that has happened in reality for sure. And it's just like the the trepidation of one guy slowing the process down until, a, that
1: probably saved the world. And there's we'll a, Russian, a Russian, ugh, Russian soldier that did the same thing one time. Yes, where, yes, yeah, yes, yes. It showed that like a, a nuclear attack was coming in and they're like, no, you need to like fire off the response. But then he like did a call to make sure it wasn't just an error and it was yep. just an error. Yep, yep, <laughs> so, yep. Listen, like I don't think anyone – who actually understands the gravity of nuclear bombs wants to be responsible for the end of the entire world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing about nuclear bombs is that it's it's a Mexican standoff in which everyone loses always. Yes. There's yeah, no it, I, don't, I don't care if you have a bunker, I don't care if you're the president of the United States, I don't care who you are. You're not surviving it. No, no. Like if
0: if yeah, if it's if, if it becomes like a full nuclear war, every it's just humanity. One goes
1: off, a hundred go off. Yes, and yeah, it's the collapse of the entire civilization. People are yeah. so stupid.
0: It's crazy that we that the whole world just like lives with this knowledge that like that basically one person could end the world in um and any time
1: just for shits and gigs. And some of the people that are capable of doing it are legitimately nuts
0: oh my god this is not part of the podcast but there is a tiny 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 little bug on the inside of my computer screen right now i'm gonna lose my fucking what do you live in a dumpster mind. oh my god how does that happen i don't i don't know i've only seen this happen once before ever oh that's
1: fucking annoying
0: and i can't squish it because then it'll be there Oh you bitch
1: if you die on my fucking screen hit a hammer mm. right into it i'm sure it'll kill it <laughs> yeah per- perfect <laughs> one of uh one of the plants at our house got like some bugs in it and oh my god i i lost my mind for like a week it's oh my god this is We so have over 70 again. plants at this house now so it's tough but yeah back to Secret invasion. I like that as well because I think history. There is many stories in which that person exists. And yes, uh, yeah. Shout out to the person that is like, "Hey, let's not shoot off the nuclear warheads."
0: Yeah, well, crazy. What a crazy pal. idea. Yeah. What a what a <laughs> what a bud for yeah
1: for civilization.
0: Yeah, a real
1: uh, real forward thinker there. You know, if uh, if you're a hammer, everything starts looking like a nail. Yep, But man, cute Missile Crisis is crazy. Yeah. But yeah, um, this episode ends with a dead, supposedly dead Gaia. We see Nick Fury's wife Priscilla secretly contacting an unknown person wishing to speak to Gravik. But instead, she gets Don Cheadle, which, hey, you know, that's kind of a win-win as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> Lots of stuff. We're halfway through the show. So we'll see what what happens to it next? Um, I saw some people online. They're like, I wanted this to be longer. Yeah. I'm like, really? What? <laughs> Is this it? No, for this, it's six seems fine. I, uh, I'm i still feeling like very, very mid on this. This episode was probably the best, but it, it still wasn't that good for me. I just I was just like, OK, yep, I see what's going on. OK, And that's that. It just, like, um, it felt kind of the same as all the other episodes. It was just executed better than the other ones. That's fair. The other ones just felt even more clunky because I think there was just a lot going on. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still, quite honestly, not a big fan. But, uh, yeah, it's disappointing for me. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm probably not quite as disappointed, but I'm not, like, blown away at all. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's just fine. I find myself thinking with almost all of these, with the exception of Loki, which was fantastic, um, all of these should have, even if they were, like, straight to streaming movies, I think they would have been better served as
1: movies. Yeah. Like, just do, like, a special presentation or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just um Loki has worked for me, WandaVision has worked for me. Um the rest not really. Which is crazy because that's a lot of shows. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I did I did like Hawkeye too. Oh yeah, it, Hawkeye. Hawkeye yep. was good. Yeah. MCU shows, let me just pull it. And you know what? She Hulk worked. Yeah, it's but just, it still was a little clunky.
0: Yeah, it's like I feel like since Loki, the quality just slightly like the bar just gets lower and lower and lower. So although Hawkeye and She-Hulk were good, they weren't like the level of Loki seemed like grand. And like, like it really seemed like an MCU worthy story. Hawkeye, like I guess Hawkeye did, but but it's it wasn't like. Hawkeye was well executed, but nothing crazy was going on. And then s- same with She Hulk. Like She Hulk was fun, but it wasn't like world changing. Yeah. So it's like I don't, uh, I don't know. I just, I just wish all of this stuff was better. The MCU had the run of all time, and they just fell off. It, it just fell off so hard.
1: Yeah, and like you know, I, I was trying to read some stuff because obviously I've been not feeling a lot of the MCU stuff lately. And people are like, if you're expecting, like, to feel the same way you did about Avengers Endgame, then blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that's not what I'm looking for. I just shouldn't be fucking bored. Yeah. I just, you know, Guardians Volume 3, I just, it didn't click with me at all. And I liked the first two a lot. This show, like, I really would be fine if I didn't watch it. If we weren't doing this podcast, I probably would have stopped watching it which is crazy because I love, like I'm staring at a Captain America shield right now in my office, (laughs) you know? So it's like, if I don't like it, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Yeah, It's crazy. But it's just like, it's just like, it's it's so mid. It's so like, there's so much content out there. If something's mid, I'm not going to watch it. I can watch a million other things and just read a Wikipedia article about what happened. Yeah, and I was listening
0: to a podcast the other day and they were talking about how like every company that makes movies profits are like in the dumpster. So it's like, what are they? Are they going to put less money towards this? That would be fucking insane. Yeah, because like a big problem, I think, is just the budgets are too small like they're trying to ride the line of of we want it to be low budget but we also want it to be great and it's like you can't spend money to make money baby yeah like that's not how it works you need to pay one you need to pay the people working on the fucking movie like what they deserve you can't try to lowball the writers or the animators or the graph or the visual designers, whatever, which they which has been classic, which is why the the writer strike is happening at all. It's like,
1: what's uh? Well, I mean, like um, people can't even like afford to do anything anymore, anyways yeah
0: so. yeah uh, yeah i mean this is a this is a lar- this is a discussion for our other podcast yes. fuck the billionaires
1: that's right What's up? well i mean like someone was talking about like uh you know why fewer people were going to see movies and it's it's like well just to get like two tickets you're talking like 30 bucks and if you do anything else at the theater like it's going up exponentially and so yeah like when we were growing up you know and say like in like middle school high school i could get a movie ticket for like 5 6 bucks yeah you know no big deal and so i could i could go in there with 10 bucks and get a ticket and some popcorn or like a pop or something would be fine and so if if you can't do that anymore i mean people are kind of picking and choosing their battles when it comes to what they're spending money on and so you know there's that double edged sword there where if if the people that are supposed to be consuming have to make more difficult choices in how they consume because they don't have enough money. Then you're going to make less money. You know, it's just there's yeah. there's a level here where once it tips over, uh, you know, the people that are you know trying to make money will make less. Yeah, you can't consume if you have nothing to consume with.
0: Yeah, I think uh, entertainment. this is also our our other podcast. Huh? <laughs> yes, yes. I think uh, entertainment and the economy as a whole is in a pretty precarious position right now. Well, It'll be interesting to see like what the next five, ten years brings. But what's interesting, honestly, I Revolution. think... Hopefully. But um, uh, what's interesting is, like, so I don't watch TV almost ever. Like, 99% of the TV I watch is for this podcast. And the reason why is because when I have free time... I generally spend it on either – not free time, leisure time, I should say. I generally spend it on either um, video games or books. And it's just because it seems like for me, the value for a video game or a book is much higher than it is for TV because like you spend – Five ten dollars on a book or nothing if you know the right website, you know what I'm saying? What? Uh, and uh, and then that lasts you for 10 to 20 hours, depending on the book. That's like 10 to 20 hours of entertainment for 10 bucks, unbeatable. Same with the video game. I spent 70 dollars on Tears of the Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, seems like a lot, but I just checked yesterday. I've played that game for 120 hours. So the value, like the return on investment yep. is unfucking beatable. TV will never
1: ever ever get there ever. So like, well and there's and, also just so I mean, I know there's a lot of books out there, but like it's not easy to publish a book. And then by the time I read a book, there's thousands of reviews right that I can rely on. Yep. Unlike a TV show where it's just like it comes out and then you watch it, you know, just like right then. Yeah. I know yep. that I'm, if I'm going to invest my time in a book, it's most likely not shit.
0: It's exact same with video games, too. Yeah. You're, you're 100% right. That's a big, big part of it. And, and I think another big part of it is they, uh, well, with some notable exceptions, they seem to appropriately fund the the construction of these like giant AAA video games like d- there's this big lawsuit going on i'm not going to get into it for this podcast but basically it was leaked that like sony is spending like 250 million dollars to make these big games and it's like yeah you like you should and it's worth it because these games come out they're good they're big hits they clearly make their money back and it's ju- like what you just said you gotta spend money to make money baby that's just. That's right, and it's like take some take some lessons from that Disney. Well,
1: I don't it's also, I feel like a lot of companies now they just expect people to just like whatever they put out, and then they're yeah. like, "Why aren't people yeah. blah blah blah?" Because it sucks, bruh. yes, agreed. It agreed. sucks, <laughs> agreed. So you know, if there's a great show, if there's a great movie, it does fucking gangbusters because people yeah. like it. But they're not people just going to like starved. watch a movie that sucks because you want them to. Yes. 100%. Same with video games. They're like, why is our half-finished game not selling? Right. Well, well why do you think? <laughs> Maybe you should have fucking finished it. Yeah. It's crazy. Because you know, as, as people that have worked at large corporations, you know it's no fucking surprise that it's a piece of shit. They know it's not finished. You can't just like, oh, maybe people will blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, well, we needed to put it out on this date because someone said so. Yeah, and it's someone
0: who guaranteed had absolutely nothing to do with the creation of the game.
1: Yep. Man, what a rant we can go on. We could just go on all day for this shit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Should we (laughs) rate this? Yes. All right. As we do on the Infinity Watch podcast, we rate our shows, books, special presentations, films, lots of other things out of six whole Infinity Stones. In fact, I've been uh I've been rating uh my meals out of six whole Infinity Stones lately. Oh, okay. A meal will make something and i will be like, "Unfortunately, honey, that was a 2." <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's why we're not talking anymore. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, All right. We got Secret Invasion, Episode 3. Eric, what are you going with? So even though I do think this episode was
0: better than the first episode, I am going to give it one Infinity Stone lower. I'm going to give this a 4 out of 6 for me. Um, just because I think the, the first episode, it was a little more novel. It was new. I was more excited about it. And this one, th- th- I, for me, they're pretty equivalent. Um, but it's just the excitement has worn down a little bit. I'm a little bit more trepidatious about how this is all going to wrap Ooh, up. Oh, trepidatious. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, So, but, uh, but I did still like it. I did still like it. I still think this is fine to good um not great but i think it has potential i'm excited to see the classic episode 5 big battle blowout that is inevitably coming <laughs> the um, cgi fuck fest yeah so we'll so we'll see how that is but uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm going to give it a 4 i thought it was i thought it was good not great
1: so i'm going to refresh everyone's memory of how i use this scale so Six, amazing. Five, great. Four, good. Three, fine. Two, bad. One, just really poor. Really poor. That's usually how I look at it. Um, this episode, just as mid probably as the last one. And what's mid in this scale? Solid three. Yeah, that's right fair. Right in the middle, halfway. It was fine it was fine i don't know yep. still still kind of uh yeah i would say find a good is probably a good way of of saying this show has been so far yeah i uh i'm not going to be pessimistic about the rest of it i think there's some opportunity where like shit gets wild Yes, yeah there's some twists that are good but yeah um this one was my favorite one so far but also i think it was just how they executed it there probably wasn't too many things that they needed to weave in that they they kind of Edited this one better than the other the other ones so yeah i agreed there the one the one thing i will say that i didn't say when we were talking about the episode is is a critique that i have of some other mcu stuff is that people are able to travel across the globe just really easily. <laughs> yeah and i'm always like man i guess i just have to let this go because that shit does not happen yeah at all but they have like crazy technology that we don't have so
0: very true that.
1: but yeah that's what we got 3 and 4 i feel like we're we're feeling pretty pretty close to each other there yeah um let's jump over to recommendations okay you got anything good yeah here's my recommendation
0: uh delete your twitter get a threads account oh shit it's is I mean it's it's mostly it's mostly the same but I personally have always found so if you if you don't know threads is basically what if Instagram but Twitter and for me I've always found Instagram to be a much
1: healthier experience than Twitter
0: I understand that could be different for
1: different people. I've uh, I've also found shooting yourself in your foot to be a healthier experience than Twitter.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Almost anything is a healthier experience than Twitter. Um, Unless you've been living under a rock, you know that Elon has been doing his absolute best to run that website into the fucking ground. He's succeeding. I truly think after this gigantic threads drop, um, Twitter's cooked. There, uh, I I don't think, I think this is the end for Twitter. And if it is, if I'm right, you might as well, if you care about this kind of thing, you know, a lot of people don't, which is fine. But if you care about this kind of thing, you should probably jump on threads early, get it going. I will say this. I've been, I've had my most current account on Twitter for about a year, over a year. And I made my threads account the day threads dropped last year last week it's been less than a week already in less than a week i have double the followers on threads than i have on twitter (laughs) which both numbers are hilariously low to be clear but but still
1: so bots are uh, on threads as well then huh
0: (laughs) no that's well yeah but but these these followers uh seem seem to be legit um and so far, now, all of this is subject to change and will change. They are clearly going to be adding some kind of monetization that's inevitable. It has to happen. Nobody acts shocked when that happens. Realize the world you're living in. Um, but for right now, it just seems to be a uh, a lot more lighthearted, a lot healthier. And what I think is interesting is the CEO said that they are very intentionally not going to push things like news and politics in the way that Twitter does. Which, if that is true, and again, take everything any millionaire says with a huge grain of salt. But if that is true, that's great. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been I've been really liking it. Uh, I got retweeted by Mattion. Like, well, it's not a retweet; it's a rethread, I guess. I got rethreaded by Madeon, uh, like the second day of. Threads existence, which immediately made me love it as a platform. Uh, If you don't know, Maddion is like a 10 out of 10 EDM producer fucking prodigy. Uh, So that was pretty awesome. Um, Yeah, it's just cool. I mean, all social media sucks. But if you're if you have something to promote like I do, um, and like many of us do nowadays, get on Threads. It's it's cool. It's way better than Twitter.
1: So. Not in terms of daily active users, but Twitter has technically, what they report out, between 300 and 350 million users. Not active, mm. just users. Okay, okay. In the last week, Threads has gotten up to about 100 million sign-ups. In a week? Faster than basically anything, anything else. Yeah. Which is which
0: so wh- a couple things. One, I think Elon himself said when he was buying Twitter that like 50 percent or more of the users on Twitter were bots. Um, so keep that in mind. Two, imagine being so fucking hated that the week any viable competitor comes out to your website, a hundred million people flock to it. Elon, you're a fucking joke, dude. You're I a think, fucking joke.
1: Everyone hates you. Give up. I think Zucker- Zuckerberg was smart in tying it to Instagram and making it easy. Though I will say yes, from yes. from what I've been reading is that if you get threads, you can't get rid of threads without getting rid of your Instagram account.
0: So that's not – people are saying that as like some gotcha. I don't you think, think can, it's a
1: gotcha. It's just like I would – not I guess I would maybe want to try it out, but then like I like being able to delete stuff. So you can absolutely deactivate your Threads account
0: without without deleting. It's, it's this weird semantic argument of some, some just keyboard warrior was like, everybody watch out for this. And it's like, yeah, it's connected to your Instagram account. You'd obviously have to delete. Like, it is your Instagram account, basically. You'd obviously have to delete both. But you can, one... You can deactivate your entire threads account to where no one can search it, no one can see it, it doesn't exist. It's just like, it's a semantic argument of like, what is the difference between deactivated and deleted? In my mind, there
1: isn't one. Like, what's, what's, unless, if you think, unless you're in California or in Europe, in which laws dictate there needs to be. Sure. But even in
0: those, even in those, it's like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm conspiracy boy over here. But I think maybe if, oh. I think if you think when you delete any social media account you've ever had, that you're actually deleting that data from that social media account servers, you are hilariously naive. Like that's just not happening. But even in Europe, you think? Even in Europe, yes.
1: Yeah. It's I, a mighty it's just, fines, man.
0: But, but here's the thing is when I, they I get caught, they just pay though. them. <laughs> Like they get caught all the time and they just pay them and it's no big deal. It's like, oh, oh, you uh, nearly trillion dollar business. We're going to fine you $10 million for this horrible yeah. oversight. And it's like, OK, no problem. I'll tell I you make what. Nothing,
1: nothing has scared me more than seeing the level of security and and the level of like data retention that big corporations use because it's a joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: Well, that's the other thing. Even if they even if they are intending to comply with the laws, the ineptitude at every level of these corporations is so ludicrously high that I think that even if they are trying to allow you to delete your information, all of your information from every part of every backup of all of their servers, there's no chance that's happening. So, like, if you already have a Facebook or any other social media They already have all the information. Every company that exists already has all the information on you they could ever have. So like this weird fear of like, especially people who have Facebook. It's like you're afraid of a threats account. It's the same company, bro. They have your information. It doesn't make any sense to me. I just don't. It just doesn't make any sense to me.
1: This has been a TED Talk. I (laughs) admire
0: It just seems it seems so obvious. If you have any social media, you're congrats. Your information's out there. What are you what pearls are you left to
1: clutch? Clutching all my pearls, man.
0: <laughs> I just, just don't get
1: it. Just wait till you get to my recommendation. Let's hear it. Uh, delete all social media.
0: <laughs> I mean, also a good recommendation, though. I don't disagree.
1: I will not be getting a threads account. But that's just because <laughs> I hate social media. With
0: an No, answer. that's fair. That's fair. The only, yeah. And I I even prerequisited mine with like, if you have something to promote, which I which I do. I'm promoting some music right
1: now. Yeah, but no, you I've don't. seen a lot of people get it for sure, you know. And it seems like if I was into the Twitter space, I would 100% have gotten it day one. Yeah. Because I am not an Elon Musk fan. No. Garbage. Garbage fire over at Twitter. That being said... If you'd like to reach out to us, (laughs) hit us up at Infinity Rewatch on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, Until the platform's inevitable collapse. Yes. Which will be soon. In which case, I'm sure Eric will create another Threads account.
0: Yeah, well, we should make an Instagram account, honestly. Yeah, probably should. Probably should.
1: Or you can shoot us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, when you send that email,
0: uh, we have a secret subject line that we require people to use to grab our attention.
1: What's what's the secret about it?
0: Well, it goes a little something like this. It goes, Fuck space, the space billionaires. Fuck them. Fuck
1: them. All of them. I will say, it's actually, you know, it didn't start that way, that 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 was going to be the plan for being the secret code word. But the amount of emails that I get on that email account, ridiculous. But I don't see any billionaires being (laughs) mentioned, so I just ignore them. Yep. Classic. Yeah. But yeah. That's why you
0: need the code.